Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Rumkey is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up, and drivers are paid based on experience. Rumkey CDL drivers earn $1,000 to $1,300 per week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Rumkey drivers are home daily, work in a recession-resistant industry, receive great benefits and performance incentives. Start a lucrative career and apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. From coast to coast and around the world, you're going online. With Bill Alexander. Online with Bill Alexander is a guest driven program where the topics are diverse and entertaining. Laugh and learn while you listen to one of the best hours of online radio around. Online with Bill Alexander. Hi, everyone. Yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with Bill Alexander. Here on WMCK.FM and also at italknet.com. Well, today we have uh, someone special on the show. Let me read a little bit of her bio before we get started. Her name is Jasmine Shojai. She is an internationally published model, upcoming actress, and entrepreneur. She has appeared in Playboy eight times. Some of her biggest magazine appearances include Maxim USA, Playboy Australia, and the cover of Playboy Croatia in 2018 and 2019. Her best-known Australian television appearance was on Channel 10's The Sunday Project just last year. Internationally, she starred as a guest anchor on Canada's, I'm sorry, Canada's, I just call it Canada's, Naked News, which uh, can still be viewed online. The supermodel is known for her many radio appearances. You also may recognize her from various radio shows as well as uh, most recently Dash Radio and LA Talk in California. On the line right now, we have Jasmine Shojai. Jasmine, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I would say I would say this evening, but actually, so my audience knows this, I'm actually talking to you tomorrow, which is really odd for me because you're, what, 13 hours ahead of me? I think a bit more, but yeah, something like that. <laughs> so we are actually, we're talking, I'm talking into the future. So can you tell me what's going to happen tomorrow? Um I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> obviously, it'll be the same day as it is right now for me. So right. that's that's what I can tell you. So you are in Australia right now, correct? Yeah. Um, are you? Because over here in the United States, we've been hearing a lot about the Australian fires that are going on. Um, mm. Can you give a, give me a little bit of input from where you're at? How far away they are from where you are? Well. Where I'm located right now in the ACT, and um, the ACT is kind of like within New South Wales. So most of the fires have been happening in New South Wales, more towards the coast and just very, you know what I mean? Just a lot of areas where they have a lot of trees, obviously. Right. So um, in terms of how it's impacted where I am, it really hasn't. But if anything, the smoke has spread. So there's been days, I have to say days, if not weeks, where you go outside and you can smell and even see the smoke in the atmosphere. So a lot of people have been wearing masks. Mm -hmm. So we're getting like the aftermath, which is still really bad because inhaling it, the, I, I just know there's been a lot of complaints, even for myself, where you'd walk outside and you just feel really sick and you don't you don't have a lot of energy because of what's in the air. Because we've also been seeing a lot of photographs here about animals that are being wounded or um, killed because of the fires. And I know that's a big situation going on right now, that there's a lot of animal rescue agencies there trying to get um, – your indigenous animals out of areas so they can be safe and located or relocated. So I wish you the best of luck. I hope everything goes well. And I hope these fires get uh, under control here real soon. 
But I'm not here to have you talk about fires today. I'm here to have you talk about your career. You were honestly the first person I've talked to in all my years of doing this that has appeared in a Playboy magazine in some way, shape, or form, which is very impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm honored. Um, it's definitely been an incredible journey. So how long have you been modeling? Um, almost four years. And if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 25. 25 years old. So what what made you want to become a model? Um, well, it's been a, a dream of mine, something that really inspired me ever since I was a child. But yeah, I didn't really start it until I was 21. And what basically drove me to do it was I came out of a really bad situation and yeah, at that point, it was all about taking care of myself, okay. doing things for me. And one of the spontaneous things I did was do a photo shoot. And what? And I'm going to ask this. Um, and as I mentioned before, you have been in Playboy. You have done um, Naked News in Canada. Has all of your modeling been um, recently um, in the nude, or is it a mixture of both, fashion and? Um, posing nude in, in magazines like that? Well, it definitely has been a mixture. I mean, I have been published in some, you know, fashion and beauty editorials as well. So last year there was a little interview um, and fe- slash feature of me in the LA Fashion Magazine online. So fans can view that. And yeah, I, I've been trying to keep it I've been trying to do more than just obviously Playboy work as much as I love doing that. Um, For me, it's just about, you know, having like there's different sides of me in terms of creativity. I'm definitely not somebody who's just limited to one genre of modeling. So I've been really trying to expand on everything and show people different sides. Yeah. To myself and my career. And unfortunately, this is radio because um, I've seen photographs of you. My audience uh, has not seen them as yet. And you are stunning. I mean, you are totally, you are really beautiful. And and, and I can see why you've got into this line of work. Thank you so much. Um, it's, yeah, it's always been a dream of mine to be a model. And, you know, the really funny thing is, and I was talking to, to this with someone the other day um as i was growing up even as a teen i was one of the the girls who had i guess you could say the the least confidence in in a sense i mean i think i for me it was again a journey everyone grows up differently and i can i remember just being this you know real tomboy i didn't even wear makeup until i was 17 to be honest but um yeah the dream of being a model was always something in the back of my mind so how I mean, what first got you introduced to posing for Playboy? That's that's what I find interesting. Well, I mean, I when I was growing up, you know what I mean. That you, you see different things, and you know, as kids, you'd pick up magazines, and I mean, here's the thing: sex sells. So even right. if it wasn't Playboy, um, you see models in swimwear or in lingerie, and even as a child, I still found that empowering. I, I don't know why. I just did. I thought, okay. wow, these were are so confident that they can do this and they and they're owning it you know they 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 look absolutely stunning so i i in a sense i always wished that was me okay you know even though i was more into sports and in, and everything at that stage but yeah as i was growing up i gained more confidence you know you 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 slowly transition into the person you are i believe i i believe like it's it's different for everyone, but I truly believe that you you don't really discover yourself until maybe your mid twenties. So okay. where I am now, something like that. So um, again, I started modeling when I was twenty one. Um, it was a sp- spontaneous decision, but you know I I never looked back because from the moment I did my first photo shoot. I just really enjoyed it, and that's all I knew to begin with. Okay. And um, in terms of glamour modeling specifically, um, I had someone who scouted me, and you know it was perfect timing because I was—I remember being very sick, so I had to be home. But um, I had three conference calls um, with this industry professional, and we were talking about many things and um, getting me connected with one of Australia's uh, top glamour photographers was something that um, was slowly arranged. And um, 
yeah, it was just an amazing experience and everything kind of kicked off from there. Now, the one thing I want to ask you about, and, and you, you have this on the uh, information you sent me, and you touched on it briefly when we started talking, but mm-hmm. I, on your Wikipedia page, it says under personal life, you, you, pu- you spoke publicly about a former abusive relationship and the way you handled it. Mm-hmm. Because of the um, relationship, is that one of the reasons why you tried to break out of the shell that you were in to show people that's who you are? Or was it just something to help you cope with what happened? I think it may have been a bit of both. I mean, in all honesty, I never imagined, at least at the time, at least, you know, doing that first photo shoot, that I would be later on speaking out about domestic violence and, and empowering other women or other people. And I never imagined that would have been the way that it w- would happen. But in saying that, it was a spontaneous decision. It was something that I wanted to do for me. Okay. And I knew there were so many things that I wanted to do. And one of them was a photo shoot um, because I always I always loved modeling. I, I loved the concept of it. And, um, yeah, it was really funny. I was there. Um, I had a really great day. But I really enjoyed posing for the camera. Like, in a way, I didn't know exactly what I was doing because it was my first photo shoot and the photographer was directing me. But things really kicked off from there. I definitely would not have uh, kept going with it if I hadn't enjoyed it. But I guess it was just meant to be in the sense because um, – in a lot of people say that I have been very inspirational, not only because of, you know, looking pretty for the camera, but because of having a background story and really empowering people with my words as well. So I guess if, you know, I guess it couldn't have happened in a better way, you know, um, not to say that, you know, you should or someone has to go through a terrible time in order to empower others. But I guess the way it happened was, you know, I came out of a bad situation, I moved forward, I did something for myself. But rather than just, you know, continue modeling just to look pretty, you know, I, I guess deep inside I carried on a message that I wanted to deliver out to the rest of the world. And that was, you know, just to to be happy, do everything that you want to do, but also like I guess, yeah, be learn what respect is, learn that you don't, you know, you shouldn't have to have anyone treat you um, very badly and so on. So I guess, yeah, deep inside, I I know all these things and I've learned so much. Now, the one thing I want to ask you, if because you the relationship and everything you went into and, and how it's made you a stronger person, are you mm-hmm. working with causes to um, combat domestic violence? If a young girl came up to you and say, hey, I'm in a relationship like that, do you talk to them? I mean, do you work with organizations? How do you do that to get the message out of what you've been through that any that, that it, because you made it through, other people can make it through also? Yeah, so I've mainly spoken out about it when it came to any radio okay. or press interview. Um, I remember shortly after winning the the Australia's top glam model search. I did an interview about um, about that, and I and I and they touched base on my um, on my history, and obviously that was was um, one of the things that um, was spoken about. So that I remember that initial interview a couple of years back now, and um, a lot of people were shocked with that too. I remember a lot of uh, friends and acquaintances even seeing that story and coming out and saying, "Oh my God, I I never knew that happened to you," or they didn't really know the full story. Um, I mean, from a personal point like from a personal experience i've had you know some again some people as an acquaintances and so on um confront me and say um you know that they that they had no idea that was happening or they'd come out and say you know what this happened to me or this happened to someone i knew uh-huh. so a lot of people did kind of open up to me as well but um yeah it's it's really funny because sometimes it's still a topic that's not much spoken about but i think a lot of people can feel ashamed so therefore they don't really come forward but if anything and i'll i'll even say it now it's one of the biggest things you have to come forward with even if it's just by talking to someone that you really trust most um because sometimes people are afraid to to go to the authorities do you feel that they're afraid because they they think they that they actually are the reason why this situation happened 
I think that can definitely be one of the reasons. The other thing is they may feel really lost and confused okay. and they don't know what will happen when they take a certain step. Some people just have that fear inside of them and that's fine. But here's the thing, you know, especially if the person you speak to is just a very good friend or very good family member or even just a counselor. I mean, here's the thing. Um, and I know this for a fact of counseling because I had to go through it too after the things that happened to me. Right. And most of the time they will, unless it's something extremely urgent, like an emergency, of course, but most of the time they will talk about it with you, um, listen to what you have to say, and they will advise you or they'll maybe go through the options of what you can do. So, um, and, and I think that's a really good approach because sometimes, and again, it really depends on the situation. Sometimes um, you may take different steps in order to resolve a problem. But of course, in saying that, and I, and I will urge this, if you're ever in a situation where your life is at risk, even if it's not exactly happening at that moment, I mean, you definitely need to call the, the police or someone because, um, yeah, obviously in that case, it's different. So, um, yeah, it's just really important to know to be really fully aware of, of how your situation is. And like I said, a lot of the time, and I know I felt this way, when you're in that situation, you can feel very lost. So you may not necessarily know what to do. Okay. Um, when, when you started modeling, you said you started 21. What was your first photo shoot and what was it for? Well, it was just more of an empowerment photo shoot. So I did it for myself. I, I did it even because I was... Funny enough, um, I was dating another guy at that stage, but him and I were, were friends before. So, I, you know, I was with somebody I could really trust. And he okay. even said, you know, why don't you do it and we can, you know, we can see how, you know what I mean, how you feel afterwards. And it was like a, it was a lingerie shoot. So it was something, you know, sensual, classy, but for me it was also empowering um, from a very personal point of view so it was it was all it was definitely like a gift to myself really but i i really enjoyed being on set so that's what made me want to try more and like i said i i definitely do not regret doing that <laughs> you have a very classic look um about yourself you 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 have a very um refined look um when you won america or not america as you can tell where i'm thinking australia's top glamour glamour model of 2017 2018 what did that mean to you well that meant a lot it meant that i'd really done well in my field but it also meant that i really did well as as a person um in the sense that i worked very hard I was very persistent. I was very determined, um, very confident as well, because, you know, as most people do know, with modeling or any sort of performing art, confidence is one of the biggest keys. Because otherwise, and, and I can say this with modeling, that if you don't, if you're not confident, that bit of insecurity can actually show in images, if that makes any sense. Right. So I felt, again, yeah, confident, empowered, and I, and I, for me, it meant that I just, you know, did the right thing and I, and I worked hard to achieve, I guess, an acknowledgement or a title like that. Now, how did you get from that to when did you first appear in Playboy then? Well, I did my I had I've been with many agencies and, and one of the agencies I was with at the time, they specialized in, I guess you could say, getting models magazine gigs or okay. interviews whether that was online or in print or both and and at the time um this was after the competition i had a portfolio like everything was running well but i guess it was just about you know really pushing forward expanding my horizons and i i knew already by then that i always wanted to do playboy and um one of the it was really funny so um, I had an interview with Maxim USA first, so this would have been back in 2017. And then, uh, not long after that, my the agency had also organized a small interview. I don't want to say small, actually. They had organized a really nice interview and feature with Playboy Poland, which was online. Okay. But it was it was really, it was really nice. They had. Um, I remember they had these really nice, classy black and white photos of um, from me, 
And it was just, it turned out to be really cool because I had a lot of my friends and obviously fans that were really surprised and they went online, they checked it out. And, you know, it's it's great because all a lot of those interviews and features can be very popular. You'll have like a lot of people go, go online and read that um, internationally, of course, because it's on the web. Now, the one thing, because um, I have some of your photos in front of me right now, which is totally unfair to my audience right now, but hey, <laughs> I'm talking to you and they're not. But I'm looking at the Maxim photographs and they're very tastefully done. And the one thing I notice, and I've always been interested about this because I come from a, I mean, I mean I'm much older than you are. I'm twice your age, but I come from a, a different um avenue that when you would see people like this it would be it would be um basically who they were what they were nothing else but i noticed that you have tattoos has anything been said about that are are, are they looking more for tattoos i mean how does that work when you become a model like that i think it really depends i'm very fortunate to say that i've rarely had any complaints i mean the fact that they're really small as well i doubt honestly things. looking at the maxim photo yeah. right now i really doubt that anybody would complain i just thought i'd ask mm, yeah well <laughs> that's the thing like i've never had anyone complain i mean in terms of professional photo shoots sometimes a photographer would say okay maybe we'll pose this way so we don't really see it or you know makeup would would cover it um or they'd photoshop it out because again they're very small and easy to do so it's like i mean from a professional point of view that would only happen if if it was needed if it wasn't then it, it wouldn't matter i mean the the thing is um and i can say this from my experience it really depends on the whole situation so if you're working for a client and they don't want any tattoos then it's up to the team to make sure that the the, the tattoos aren't seen um, of course if you're an alternative model um, which means that you'd be pretty much inked maybe okay. you'd have sleeve something then that's a different story if you wanted to do more commercial work okay so i say if someone had any small tattoos um then majority of the time you'll find it's it's not a problem and if it is it's actually very easy to cover up i, w I was going to ask would and and lord forbid that they would ever do this to you but if they didn't want them would they do airbrush or would they do makeup um i think i've had two experiences i entered a competition where the for and this was um Actually, this was in 2017 as well. I was a finalist for Maxim Australia's um, Swimwear Model of the Year. And a lot of models had tattoos. Like, nobody was necessarily inked, but you know what I mean? You know, it's very popular for people to get small tattoos and so on nowadays. And um, for a lot of the walking competitions, they wanted – they didn't want any any tattoos being visible. So, you know, you, you'd see most of the girls patch on – you know, some makeup so that, you know, they wouldn't be seen. Um, so a lot of competitions and again, maybe specific runways and um, yeah, commercial work will just say, you know what, um, either the model or the, the makeup artist will cover up the tattoo with makeup. But otherwise, if it's like, it really depends because again, you may be on set and the photographer might be like, well, actually, don't worry about it. When I do the editing, I'll just make sure to okay. airbrush it out. There is a there is a photo of you on the Maxim um, website. You're wearing a mm -hmm. floral bikini, and you're standing in front of a, a rock ledge, it looks like. And the expression on your face is, I mean, it is just beautiful. I mean, <laughs> you're looking straight at whoever you're looking at. And it's just, a like I said earlier, it's a classic beauty. You don't see that every day. And um, you're... Your ethnic background says you're Persian and German, correct? Yes, that's right. That is a very interesting mixture uh, <laughs> for an individual, I think. Um, how did your parents, what did your parents say whenever you said you were going to do this? Oh, my gosh. So the beginning, it was a really interesting journey. And um, it was like, I think it was just difficult for them, I mean, I think difficult is a fair word to use, but I think it was just difficult for them to understand. Therefore, they wouldn't necessarily um, 
they couldn't necessarily see the benefit or the, I guess, the fun that I was getting out of it as well. And they, they, they always spoke about when it came to me and even my siblings as well about having a good life and, um, getting it, having a successful job and career. And, and at first they couldn't really see that. And I think (laughs) as much as it sounds a bit funny, I think that for me, it was like easily for the first um, year or two of modeling, that was their reaction to everything that I was doing. I just think it's amazing that it's you've only been doing this for four years. And why mm. why no one found you earlier than that? Because, again, it, it, you see models, especially in the United States, they start when they're 14 and 15 years old and they stay through the whole they stay through it all their all um for most of their career and they go in the mid 30s early 40s but you i mean you just came on the scene i don't want to say late but later than normal didn't you yeah i guess you could say that i mean with glamour modeling though specifically i did realize a lot of models didn't start they i mean it's a very adult concept so i guess it makes sense but a lot of glam models didn't start maybe until m- around my age or even later closer okay. to 30. So for the glamour modeling point of view, I never, I, I will admit, I never had someone come to me and say, wow, you, you know, you're, you know what I mean? You start late or something like that. But um, I can definitely understand from the commercial and even from the acting point of view, a lot of people started when they were a child or, you know, maybe around 18, um, which, which is pretty much, you're right, the norm in a sense, or at least it's very common. Um, nowadays, at least from what I've seen in Australia, um, there's there's not like a limit. You, it's to me, I always think it's never too late. It really depends on what you want to do and how you want to do it. Um, and I have noticed agencies starting to cater for diverse, you know, more like different age groups because, well, when you think about it, even in the commercial world, you know, there's brands for all sorts of ages, and um, you know, it wouldn't make sense only to have maybe eighteen to 30-year-olds, because there are brands, there are clothing brands that cater to older people, too. So <laughs> Right, right. Um, with with your doing this, and you made the comment about acting, are you looking into going into acting? Oh, definitely. You know, so people can see me on IMDb. Um, I'm at acting school right now. So that's, you know, it's, that's definitely been incredible because I've been learning so much and I've really enjoyed it. I've, um, in terms of any like character roles as such, um, besides Naked News, I've done a mini series in Australia and I did a full feature film in the USA, um, back in 2018. So, and what's the name of the full featured film you did in the U.S.? It's called The Alliance. Um, it's entered quite a lot of film festivals from what I kept hearing, and um, that also can be found on IMDb. So do you, you like acting then? That's where you feel your career is going to go, or are you going to stick with modeling? I think my my career is definitely going to go um, into acting. I think, in a way, it's a bit of a longer process, um, again, from what we were talking about when people uh, – start acting when they're younger and and it makes sense because i can definitely see it in terms of networking getting my name out there even in terms of the you know the process of becoming an actor um in terms of again like getting more getting experience getting understanding the the art of acting because um being at acting school i'm learning so much and there's there's always so much to learn i feel even after i finish the course there's going to be much, much more. And, um, yeah, another thing that quite a few people mentioned to me was that a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of actors and actresses will have personal coaches or one-on-one lessons in between because that's how it keeps their, it keeps their skills polished. It keeps their momentum going. And it's, it's not like they're just, you know, they do a film and then they kind of do nothing for a long period of time. Right. So acting is, is a little bit different. There's a lot, it's a lot of fun and there's so much to learn. You're listening to WMCK.FM and also on italknet.com. We're talking to Jasmine Shojai, who is a uh, professional model. She's modeled in um, Australia. She's also done appearances in Playboy worldwide. Now, 
because I'm in the United States right now and you're in Australia, are you looking to bring your career to the U.S.? It's it's a bit of a challenge question to ask. I mean, there's definitely a high chance, or I should say I, I will eventually um, relocate to the United States, but I have been doing a lot of tours there lately. I've done two really big trips that were so much fun and were very successful. And, you know, I plan on continuing to, to travel the world and, and back to the United States in, and Canada for sure. So if anybody wants to find out more about, you know, especially if you are an industry professional, um, definitely take a look at my social media. I, I always have announcements going on. Now, but why is that, that you would want to come and, and relocate your career to the United States? Is that because we're, I mean, a lot of the fashion industry is, or is that just where everybody else is doing it at? I think from what I've experienced and from what I understand and what I've seen, there's definitely a lot more happening in the U.S. There's definitely a lot more opportunities. And um, like I said, from all the things that I've done over there, I've, I've always had an amazing experience. I mean, my Playboy cover, for starters, both covers were actually shot in Canada. So that tells you something already. And um and yeah, in terms of traveling, I love traveling. So for me, I wouldn't, you know, I, I would, I wouldn't mind at all going back and forward. Um, I wouldn't mind relocating even if it was for a certain period of time, because I think that would be a new experience for me. And um, I like to use my time effectively. So yeah, if I were to re relocate or, you know, when I do do another tour, I'll be making the most out of it. Now, a, f a few moments ago, we were talking about how your family reacted to you modeling in glamour magazines. What was the reaction when they found out you were going to model in Playboy? Um, you know what? I was, I was very, I mean, by that stage, I was an experienced model. Okay. I mean, especially, you know, even with my first feature in Playboy Poland, it was like a lingerie feature, but when things started to get more central, yeah, I was already an experienced model. I was already confident enough to go ahead. Um, and I, I, I remember telling my mom, I didn't really tell her the full story. I said, you know what? I'm going to be doing this really central shoot for Playboy um, or I think I said I was going to expand more in terms of yeah posing for Playboy and other glamour model magazines um, and that's all that's that's the only person I told you know <laughs> so for the rest of my family it was it was literally a surprise <laughs> but you know it, it's I guess, you know, it's all about being um, an adult. It's all, And for me, you know, being an industry professional, I was like, well, I, at the end of the day, I, I wasn't going to, I guess, let anybody's insecurities, um, you know, affect my judgment or affect my decisions. I mean, at the end of the day, and I remember a director telling me this, and he was... He was very nice. He actually inspired me to go into acting. He was a very confident but also very um very assertive person in a way so he he was very you know w when it came to um the industry he was very serious about it and he, he was telling me this these words of advice and one of them was that you know at the end of the day when it comes to my career I'm not doing it for you know my audience I'm not doing it for my family I'm not doing it for my mom or my dad I'm doing it for me so every decision I make has to be, well, again, for myself. And I would say the same thing to anyone else. Um, you know, at the end of the day, everybody will have something to say or they'll have they may have insecurities about what, what you're doing as a as a as a performer, but you have to every decision you make in terms of the journey, the creative process, it has to be all for you. And that I understand, but your parents, you you have no clothes on. How did they react to that? I honestly, it's <laughs> that was a journey of its own to this very day. I um, oh, and it makes sense, obviously, because they're my parents, right? They, they, they know of it, but they haven't really seen it. They haven't really gone and sussed it out. Um, which I think is fair enough. I mean, even for me, if I went if I was a parent and, and I, whether I had a daughter or a son, I, I wouldn't probably go out and see for myself. I mean, that would be like, yeah, exactly. So I guess when I put myself in their shoes, I can understand, 
but at the, I mean, at the same time, they they do know that I'm a smart and confident woman, and I'm I know that you know I know that I've done this because I wanted to do it. It wasn't because I felt that I I desperately had to to gain attention or something like that, because you know, in, in a world where things can get really trendy or when, you know, I've noticed that people tend to almost copy each other. And I know that I've gained inspiration from other models and other celebrities, but I know that every decision I've made, it's been for myself. Like I've been happy to do it. And I know I have originality. So I know I basically am confident that every decision I've made, including posing nude for Playboy, has been a decision that I'm very proud of. Now, with Naked News out of Can- from Canada, how did that ever come about? That was an opportunity that actually it was an opportunity that was kind of waiting for me. And I cannot remember exactly when I got in contact with them, but we were kind of in communication, I think, around the same time I did my first overseas tour. Okay. And I did a segment called Behind the Lens with Naked News. And this was basically an interview. Um again in Canada, but it was like a behind the scenes interview. So they were filming my photo shoot and then they were interviewing me on the photo shoot set as well. And this, yeah, again, this photo shoot was for my first Playboy cover. And then when my next tour came about the following year, um, I think we did speak about going ahead and for me to come into the studio and pretty much be a co-anchor. And um, I must say, especially for any of the Naked News audience and staff that um, will listen to this, um, I had an, an incredible time. I enjoyed, you know, speaking with everybody, meeting with everyone. I had such an amazing experience to this very day. I, I still have very good memories from being um, from being there. So thank you. So when you do when you did the co-anchor job at Naked News, how long I mean, were you standing there naked for a long period of time? How did that work? I mean, I, I, for some reason, I just can't imagine standing there with, with all these people watching you and you trying to be serious reading headlines and reading news. Honestly, like the entire environment was very professional, is very comfortable and must like it was just really impressive as well. I remember walking the studio and thinking, wow, this place is really cool. So in the back of my mind, standing there naked for a long period of time wasn't even my concern. I mean, naturally, you are a bit nervous at first. And I had never done anything specifically like that. Like, obviously, I'd posed nude before, but I hadn't done that. So um, I was, again, a little bit nervous at first. But, you know, getting into the program or throughout the day, especially, you know, talking to the staff and my um, the other anchors, you know, it's just such an, a warm and amazing experience. So everybody was really friendly and very fun. So I wasn't even thinking about that towards, you know, as, as it was, um, yeah, getting there. Because, yeah, I just had so much fun. <laughs> now, at, at the stage that you're in right now in your career, where do you see yourself going next? Well, it's, it's, it's a bit of a, you know, it's really funny because I was thinking about that lately and... I definitely see myself getting more into acting. I know there's a process to that, but I can definitely see myself getting more involved. Um, I've spoken to my team about, you know, even putting my own TV show together one day. And the funny thing is we're kind of doing that already. So I'm launching my online uh, reality series, um, which is exclusive to the Daily Motion. Um, so the Daily Motion is like YouTube, but it's a very, very clear and easy platform to view and 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 use. So I highly recommend anyone who's interested to head o- head over there. And um, yeah, like I can definitely see myself getting more into television and you know into acting. And I'm going to continue with modeling, but there's definitely going to be a lot of different things that I'm doing. Um, as I said. I am definitely trying to expand my horizons. 
I'm looking to do different things, show different creative sides to myself. I really want my audience to see um, who Jasmine is and what she's capable of doing. Now, this uh, Daily Motion project they're doing, what is the audience going to see when you start doing this? So at the moment, we are still working on the script. Funny enough, that's one of the most complicated processes in terms of, um, at least from what I found anyway, in terms of doing this sort of stuff. Um, it's online, so it's going to be very accessible. Um, and we, it's it's kind of like behind the scenes, but it's going to be a lot more interesting. Um, you'll The audience will definitely, without a doubt, hear me reflect on my experiences because I've noticed that, you know, I'll do a behind the scenes thing like a behind the scenes video of some sort um and people ask later whether it's in person or even in an interview like this how how did it feel like doing this this and that and um so the reality show will definitely reflect on me personally and how i felt or how i feel about certain things so people really get to see me and what how i how i go about things so it will definitely be like a People really get to see the inside of the whole story. So is it going to be dealing with your daily life? Is it going to be dealing with your modeling? It, what's it, what What are you focusing on? I think, I think, at least to begin with, it will definitely be focusing on my modeling as that's what's what, what I'm all about, really. Um, but as the show expands, we'll be you know, expanding to different ideas, different things. It's it's going to premiere in March or April. So we're really at the beginning and we have so many ideas for the show. So we're going to play it out. We're going to explore the different options we have and we're going to see how, you know, my audience reacts to to these different adventures. So we'll definitely be, you know, we'll definitely love to hear feedback as well. So, you know, p when people watch my videos and have something more to say, by all means, they can, they can drop in some feedback. So uh, is there anything on the daily motion site right now? So the audience can get an idea of what you're doing. Oh, certainly. Um, we have my, Basically, I have this thing called Topics with Jasmine. So that's currently on there as well. Um, I have a lot of my behind the scenes videos, um, videos where I'm speaking about certain things too. So if if people head over there now, they can instantly see some of my yeah most trending um, film projects. Because I can guarantee a lot of people are going to ask, are you going to be clothed or unclothed in this? <laughs> Well, um, the thing is, at least with the whole mainstream concept and with the daily motion, a lot of things have to be to some extent appropriate. Okay. So most of the time, um, yeah, things will be clothed if, if they're not for any reason. Like if it's behind the scenes for Playboy, it, it will be censored. Okay. Because I can guarantee after listening to this tonight, they're going to go wonder going, okay, I'll watch this, but what am I going to see? Um, and I think that, I mean, as you said earlier in the program, sex does sell. I mean, you can't deny that. Um, exactly. and, and, and in your case, I can see it selling a lot. Now, what is the one thing that you have not done yet that it, that you're, that would be the pinnacle of your career to this point, a magazine, a photo shoot, what is it? What would you want to be in to say that, okay, at the age of 25, I met this goal. What would that be? Well, that's a very good question. I, I have so many, and I think at least on the top of my head right now, um, for magazines, I've always wanted to pose for Sports Illustrated. I've always wanted to pose for Vogue as well. Oh, okay. So those were my immediate goals, and um, I can definitely see them happening very soon or, you know, at least in the future. So as I always say to people, it's not about exactly – pinpointing a time but more or less about having a goal in your mind and then actually taking the physical steps in order to achieve that goal and the other thing as they say is that nothing happens overnight right now you mentioned a few moments ago about your crew that works with you how many people do you have working on the tv program for uh, for example well, at the moment, there's including myself, there's about four main people um, involved in terms of putting the actual show together and coming up with the solid ideas. It's basically a lot of behind the scenes work. And my Australian manager is is very heavily involved. So he plays a few roles when it comes to the whole thing. Okay. Um, and then, of course, you have 
people you know and that you regularly work with and that could be you know makeup artists hairstylists um yes you know fashion stylists so people who may not exactly be heavily involved but they're still involved obviously because you know you, you the at the end of the day for these sort of shows whether they're reality or not you know hair and makeup wardrobe locations all of that plays um key components in order to make the show successful because what i'm hearing so far i mean this is very impressive and for being 25 years old you really seem to have your whole i don't want to say your whole career but you have a good idea of what you want to do when you want to do it and just by listening to you i can guarantee you're going to get it which is kind of nice thank you yeah it's, it's all about organization and knowing what you want um and again if if you aren't aware of certain things you know again i i'm a big believer in nothing happens overnight so if i'm not aware if i'm not truly sure about something you know i play it by ear i try things i network i ask you know other professionals who are happy to give me um advice or i research you know and even if someone needs to take days to to find the answers or to to understand how something works then you know with the help of google you know you're, yes. you're able to achieve that luckily um the other thing i noticed too is i was going back through the email you sent me earlier that that when you play when you pose for playboy and i hate going back to this but i just have questions about it that you are on the cover in croatia and you've done other ones. Have they approached you about doing anything in the United States for Playboy? Well, they actually did at one stage. Um, and the, the thing is with these sort of concepts, especially when they're kind of reached out to you, because all the magazines are connected with, with each other, it's more or less more of an inquiry. So okay. I won't lie, I have been approached by U.S. or I have been, I guess you could say, indirectly approached by U.S. Playboy in various magazines. And I think for me that that alone is a good sign that – you know, the the wider industry or the wider brand is interested in, in having me on board. Now, other than the uh, the Daily Motion program that you're putting together, is there anything else you're doing up this coming year that you want to talk about? Well, um, there may be another international tour coming up. Okay. So for people who are interested in, you know, seeing what that's all about, specifically if you want to work with me, um, please do stay tuned. And yeah, other than that, I'll be working on my, you know, my on-screen projects like Topics with Jasmine, Fan Question of the Day, and of course, my reality web series. Now, all of these can be viewed on social media and YouTube, but in terms of the, um, from the exclusive side of things, um, the reality web series will only be, yeah, available available on the Daily Motion. Now, on Daily Motion, is that going to be for free or is that going to be subscriber only? It's going to be for free. Okay. Um, on that note, a lot of the explicit content, so Playboy videos, etc., um, a lot of that is is only available on my OnlyFans site. Um, for those of you who don't know it, you pay a monthly subscription of $10, and you pretty much get to see everything. So I have photos, videos up there. So it's a very good deal. Um, otherwise, I am looking to set a separate subscription for my playboy videos in case anyone's only interested in seeing that okay um and you just said something and you just made my other thought disappear here uh <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um so when you when you um when you're in acting class that was it and and you're your professor instructor whoever it may be know that you're doing this reality series Mm -hmm. Do they give you suggestions? Because I know in some traditional schools, when it comes to that, they don't see that as truly acting. And I was just wondering how they respond to having someone as successful as you are in their class. Because trust me, I can guarantee when you walk into that room, they know when you walk into that room. <laughs> well, um, the really funny thing is that nowadays... I mean, it, it was not so much back in the day. Like, it really depends. Um, you have a lot of reality shows that, I'm sorry to say this, are just garbage. And you look at the people and you think, who did 
like who are these people right. and the really funny thing is in terms of class discussions we did touch base about some of the local reality shows in australia and people were saying yeah the the casting director which would literally uh browse social media or or you know find people and and they'd look for certain characteristics in a person so as you can tell they 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 grab the <laughs> they grab the best of the worst in in a sense <laughs> they, they grab the most dramas people that that they based on what they're looking for i mean these casting directors are experts so of course you know if if someone's just looking to uh, get attention have their five minutes of fame or, right. or do anything that's obviously in some somewhat ridiculous on television those are the type of people that they're trying to attract but in terms of other reality shows, it all depends where maybe the reality shows about fashion, celebrities or something. Yeah, you'll have some very, you know, um, well-known, um, again, maybe like genuine people on there who, um, I guess, again, it all depends on the show, the purpose of the show, the purpose of the people being on the show. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't consider, I would consider some shows, again, just to be, pure entertainment where people will watch it and then you know have a laugh and then there'll be other shows where people will maybe will have a laugh as well but they'll actually learn something about it in the process they'll learn about oh wow this model this actress or this person that's that this is what they're doing this is the type of person they are you know so there's there's definitely a huge difference and i think yeah we were we were having these discussions in class from what i remember and um i think yeah there's definitely a fine line but in terms of acting itself yeah like everyone's there for a reason and um yeah even for me i had to audition to get into the the specific course that oh, i'm wow. doing i mean everyone did so everyone's there to really learn and become the best actor that they possibly can. And, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. But, yeah, in terms of that whole reality show concept, there's definitely a fine line. And, yeah. <laughs> now, before I let you go, because um, now I'm really interested, if there was any actor you could work with, who would it be? Are we talking me female or male? <laughs> Give me both. Okay. Um, well, my biggest celebrity crush ever since I was a teen was has been Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. So if I could work with him, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> now, actress-wise, oh, my God, there's actually so many when I really think about it. Um, but... I cannot remember her name. I actually keep forgetting it. Um, hold on. It will come back to me. She is... She's Black Widow, I think, in the um, Marvel series. So Scarlett Johansson. Yes, oh, okay. I would, I would, along her, I think she's amazing. I think she's absolutely beautiful. So I guess there's so many people I'd love to work with. But, yeah, those two actors are right up there for me. <laughs> well, uh, Jasmine, I really appreciate you taking time with us to be on the program, and I enjoyed it immensely. And I wish you all the best of luck, and uh, maybe someday when you get that first big movie break, you can come back on the program again and we can talk about it. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Well, Jasmine, thank you very much. And all the information that you sent me and we talked about tonight, I'll post that on my website and also on the links of this program. <laughs> and that way the audience can find out how to get in touch with you and find out where you're performing and what you're doing. And again, I, I wish you all the luck in the world. And thank you very much for joining us tonight here online with Bill Alexander. Thank you so much. Hey, you have a great night and or great day, and we'll uh, hopefully talk to you real soon. Bye-bye. Bye. And Jasmine Sojai here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. Really a, a very, very pleasant young lady uh, here on the program tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. And I keep saying the evening because when I recorded this, it's in the evening. But yet she is uh, in the middle of the day in Australia, which, again, is tomorrow there. <laughs> So we're here, here, and she's there, there. But again, that was quite enjoyable, and I hope you had the opportunity to enjoy that um, uh, with me. And we'll be doing some more of that here in the real future. Um, 
I, I have a few guests coming up in the next few weeks, and I want to I want to give you a rundown who they are going to be, because a couple of them we've talked to them before, and as I pull up my my handy dandy calendar, which you guys can also find too at italknet.com, you can actually find out who I'll be talking to and when I will be talking to them here on the uh, uh, program. And as I open up the calendar right now, let's see, coming up. Real soon, we have the pet sitter. She's coming back in again. Uh, Laura Voyer will be on the program real soon. We're going to be talking about animals. And then we have the wonderful author, Adriana Gavazzoni. We'll be talking about her new book. She'll be coming up real soon. We also have actress Anna Frankel Duval will be on the program, which I'm really looking forward to that. And the one that I've been promoting for I don't know how long now, it seems like forever, because I am just so impressed um, with her work. And I had the opportunity of listening to her um, book on tape dealing with uh, Fred Rogers. And uh, it, it's called A, uh, a Simple, Fa Simple Faith. And it's just a wonder book. Her name is Amy Hollinsworth, and we'll be talking to her here real soon. We were um, holding it up through the holidays because um, the whole idea um, was difficult because the movie came out and everything else. And if we hit it right, she'll be on the program when the movie is released to DVD. And the name of the book is The Simple Faith of Mr. Rogers, which is uh, right now, I guess, a bestseller on the Amazon list um, for religious books. Great, great book. And looking forward to talking to her, and hopefully you'll be able to enjoy that program when we do it here real soon, here on WMCK and also on italknet.com. Well, guess what, guys? It's time for me to get out of here. I hope you enjoyed the program tonight. I had a really good time. Don't forget to stay tuned. We're, uh, we're going to have all these great guests on and even more as we schedule them. If there's anybody you would like me to have on the program, please let me know. Email me at bill at billalexander.net. Again, that's bill at billalexander.net. And you can just leave me a note and uh, let me know who you'd like to have on the program, and I'll do my best to do it. And again, we'll wrap everything up tonight. And um, I hope you enjoyed it, and I had a great time too. So we'll talk to you next time here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. This has been a Million Dollar Baby production.
How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumkey is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumkey will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumkey. Apply now at RumkeyCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer. Restrictions apply. Switch to Metro by T-Mobile and save more. Get the new iPhone SE now with 5G at the lowest price in prepaid. Just $99.99. I post a lot. And thanks to the iPhone SE with 5G and advanced 4K camera, I'm snapping and sharing while my followers are smashing the like button. Switch and get the iPhone SE for just $99.99. Only at Metro. Save more versus national prepaid brands. Limited time offer in-store only. Price for 64GB model with eligible port. $60 plan and ID. See 5G device coverage and access details at MetroByTMobile.com.